Welcome to Gapping with Gregor. Come, let us reason together. And welcome everybody to Gavin with Gregor. This is a reading from the Legacy Standard Bible, Genesis chapter 37 and 38, for the Canaeus Church of Christ Wednesday night class. This class will air on May 17th at 7 p.m. on YouTube, or you can do a search for Canaeus Church of Christ on YouTube, Facebook. Thank you very much. Genesis chapter 37. Now Jacob lived in the land where his father had sojourned to the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob, Joseph, when 17 years of age, was pasturing the flock with his brothers while he was still a youth, along with the sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought back an evil report about them to their father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his sons because he was son of his old age, and he made him a very colored tunic. And his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, and so they hated him and could not speak to him in peace. Then Joseph had a dream, and he told of his brothers, so they hated him even more. And when he said to them, Please, listen to this dream which I have had. Indeed, behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and behold, my sheep rose up and also stood upright, and behold, your sheaves gathered around and bowed down to my sheaf. Then his brothers said to him, Are you really going to reign over us, or are you really going to rule over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Then he had still another dream and recounted to his brothers and said, Behold, I have had still another dream, and behold, the sun and the moon and eleven stars are bowing down to me. And he recounted it to his father and to his brothers, and his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have had? Shall I and your mother and brothers really come to bow down to ourselves down before you to the ground? And his brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the saying in his mind. Then his brothers went to pasture their father's flock in Shechem. And Israel said to Joseph, Are not your brothers pasturing the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send you to them. And he said to them, I will go. Then he said to him, Go now and see about the welfare of your brothers and the welfare of the flock, and bring word back to me. So he sent him from the valley of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. And the man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field. And the man asked him, What are you seeking? And he said, I am seeking my brothers. Please tell me where they are pasturing the flock. Then the man said, They have journeyed from here, for I heard them saying, Let us go to Dotham. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them at Dotham. And they saw him from a distance, and before he came close to them, they plotted against him to put him to death. Then they said to one another, Here comes the dreamer. So now come and let us kill him and cast him into the, one of the pits, that we may say a wild beast devoured him. And then let us see what will become of his dreams. But Reuben heard this and delivered him out of their hands and said, Let us not strike down his life. Reuben further said to them, Shed no blood, cast him into the pit that is in the wilderness, but do not put forth your hands against him, that he might deliver him out of their hands to return him to his father. Now it happened, when Joseph reached his brothers, that they stripped Joseph of his tunic, the very colored tunic that was on him, and they took him and cast him into a pit. And now the pit was empty without any water in it. And they sat down to eat a meal. And then they lifted up their eyes and saw, Behold, a caravan of Ishmaelites was coming from Gilead. 
with their camels bearing aromatic gum and balm in myrrh and going to bring it down to Egypt. And Judah said to his brothers, What gain is it that we should kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him, for he is our brother, our own flesh. And his brothers listened. Then some Midianite traders passed by, so they pulled him up and lifted Joseph out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for twenty shekels of silver. Thus they brought Joseph into Egypt. Then Reuben returned to the pit, and behold, Joseph was not in the pit, so he tore his garments. And then he turned to his brothers and said, The boy is not in there. As for me, where am I to go? So they took Joseph's tunic and slaughtered a male goat and dipped the tunic in the blood. And they sent the very colored tunic and brought it to their father and said, We found this. Please recognize it, whether it is the son's tunic or not. And he recognized it and said, It is my son's tunic. A wild beast has devoured him. Joseph has surely been torn to pieces. So Jacob tore his clothes and put sackcloth in his loins and mourned for his son many days. Then all his sons and all his daughters arose to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. And he said, Surely I will go down to Sheol in mourning for my son. So his father wept for him. Meanwhile, the Midianites sold him in Egypt to Potiphar, Pharaoh's officer, the captain of the bodyguard. Chapter 38 Now it happened at that time that Judah went down from his brothers and turned aside to a certain Alumite whose name was Mira. And Judah saw there a daughter of a certain Canaanite whose name was Shua, and he took her and went into her. So she conceived and bore a son and named him Ur. Then she conceived again and bore a son, and she named him Onan. And she bore still another son, and she named him Shira, and it was at Chezib that she bore him. Then Judah took his wife Ur, his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. But Ur, Judah's firstborn, was evil in the sight of Yahweh, so Yahweh put him to death. Then Judah said to Onan, Go into your brother's wife and perform your duty as a brother-in-law to her, and raise up a seed for your brother. And Onan knew that the seed would not be his, and it happened that when he went to his brother's wife, he wasted it on the ground in order not to give to his brother. But what he did was displeasing in the sight of Yahweh, so he put him to death also. Then Judah said to his daughter-in-law Tamar, Live as a widow in your father's house until my son Shelah grows up. For he thought, I am afraid, lest he also die like the others. So Tamar went and lived in her father's house. And after a considerable time, she was daughter, the wife of Judah, died. Then Judah was comforted, and he went up to his sheepherders at Timnah, and his friend Hira, the Adulamite. Then it was told of Tamar, Behold, your father-in-law is going up to Timnah to shear his sheep. So she removed her widow's garments from herself, covered herself with a veil, and wrapped herself. And she sat at the entrance of Anam, which was one of the road to Timnah, for she saw that Shelah had grown up, and she had not been given to him as a wife. Then Judah saw her, and he thought she was a harlot, for she had covered her face. So he turned aside to her by the road and said, Here now, let me come in to you. For he did not know she was his daughter-in-law. And she said, What will you give me that you may come in to me? He said, Therefore I will send you a young goat from the flock. 
She said, Moreover, will you give a pledge until you send it? Then he said, What pledge shall I give you? And she said, Your signet and your cord and your staff that is in your hand. So he gave them to her and went into her, and she conceived by him. Then she rose and went, and she removed her veil from herself and put her widow's garments. Then Judah sent the young goat by his friend, the Adullamite, to take the pledge from the woman's hand, but he did not find her. So he asked the men of her place, saying, Where is the cult prostitute who was by the road at Anon? But they said, There has been no cult prostitute here. So he turned to Judah and said, I did not find her. And furthermore, the men of the place said, There has been no cult prostitute here. Then Judah said, Let her keep them, lest we become a laughing stock. Behold, I sent the young goat, but you did not find her. Now it happened about three months later that it was told to Judah, saying, Your daughter-in-law Tamar has played the harlot, and behold, she is also with child by harlotry. Then Judah said, Bring her out and let her be burned. It was while she was being brought out, she sent him to her father-in-law, saying, I am with child by the man to whom these things belong, she said. Please recognize this and see whose signet ring and cords and staff are these. And Judah recognized them and said, She is more righteous than I, insomuch as I did not give her my son, Shelah, and he did not know her again. Now it happened at the time she was giving birth, that, behold, there were twins in her womb. And it happened while she was giving birth, one put out a hand, and the midwife took and tied a scarlet thread on its hand, saying, This one came out first. Then it happened, as he drew back his hand, that, behold, his brother came out. So she said, What a breach you have made for yourself. So she named him Perez. And afterward his brother came out, who had the scarlet thread in his hand, and he was named Zira. This has been a reading of Genesis chapter 37 and 38 for the Cornelius Church of Christ in Cornelius, Oregon. This is in relation to our study on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. This in particular class will be held May 17, 2023. You can watch it on YouTube or you can find us on the web at www.corneliuschurchofchrist.com or you can scan the barcode on the screen.